hello everyone happy new year to you <laughs> oh, oh yeah for a while we haven't been having the coming podcast i was busy with some stuff and i also realized that i needed to make the podcast a bit more encompassing more about what i write and blog about and what i do as a therapist i wanted to involve emotional mental health and basically life into it i didn't want to focus so much more on singlehood anymore yes basically from feedback people wanted more and i thought that made sense and so i thought in the it would, it would be better to just begin the whole process in the new year so this is our first episode in the year and i'm glad to be back <laughs> and thank you for the listening the listening had really increased even why i have not been available and i really appreciate that i appreciate your listening your sharing of this podcast and so thank you <laughs> so today we start with um shame i have been doing a lot of writings on suicide because of the rise in suicide in my country nigeria it was something that wasn't so common a few years back but in the recent times it's become like an epidemic sort of in the new year already we've had a lot of incidences of people killing themselves and because it's relatively on a new increase people are kind of shocked in the sense that they don't know what it's about neither what to do about it so i have been trying to do create more of a awareness around this issue of suicide and in doing so i realized that a lot of um, issues around suicide had to also do with shame we needed to talk about shame before we come to the areas of suicide and and so that brought that made me feel okay what if i do just a minute talk on on shame and let's start from there so that's why i thought we should begin this year's podcast talking about shame i for one had been a very shameful person for a long time part of my life and so i understand shame i understand what it means to be ashamed of oneself you know i've gone through a lot of these experiences that i talk about and when i'm when i talk about them i can to a, a larger extent feel the sense of of what it is to be there because i experienced them i felt them i lived with them for years and and thank God I'm, I've been freed. It's still a healing process, by the way. But I'm, a, I'm in a healthier stance now. I'm in a healthier place where I'm able to also help others come out of those things. And one of the things that I, that I observe about shame is how shame makes us to personalize ourselves as wrong. You know, shame is a being i must emphasize that you 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 feel or you assume you know that you are wrong and that you are bad and these things became so over time through the experiences that you had from childhood and all of it so it wasn't something that just became all of a sudden you know like most emotions anyway that's why there's power in, in in little things. Things build up, whether positive or negative. We don't we don't become one thing one day. Everything that we become, whether positive or negative, 
is as a result of accumulated issues and efforts and stuff you know they, they, they don't just happen at once the same thing with shame so the question is why do we feel ashamed i, I get asked that and looking back at my own life I think at some point I used to ask myself that why was I always ashamed, you know? <laughs> you know, especially when you're coming out of that uh emotions or the feeling and then you begin to like why 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 was it so before, you know? And sometimes you can't explain where it started. It's not always that easy, but knowing where it started from really does help us, especially in in um in our therapy and in our healing process. So Shame is not guilt. Um, I like to tell people that guilty, being um, guilt is uh, is momentarily. It's um, it's action bound. It's more of like um, maybe you do something wrong and then you feel a form of repentance or or you feel like oh I shouldn't have done that and so you you begin you feel bad. It's a feeling, but shame it's a being. You are ashamed of yourself. You get it? You are ashamed of yourself. You feel that you're worthless. You feel that you're not good enough. You feel that you're not beautiful enough. And sometimes it's just... What you do over time is um, because this voice is loud inside of you, you try to shut it up because we, can't, we are not designed to live with such emotions anyway. So... Shame breeds a lot of other things. It can lead to addictions. It can lead to narcissism. And a lot of it, for the narcissists, what they do is um, they look for people who are weaker than they are and pour out those um, feelings of their own shame on the other weaker person. That they, they in, in a way, you know how they do stuff. Narcissists are very controlling. So you try to control your life and and because of their drive towards um, perfectionism and, and all of it, they find a way to cover up the main feeling, which is shame. And by the time they throw out their um, shameful issues on you in, in form of anger and other controlling habits, they feel more free. They externalize it. They've thrown it out at the weaker person. So you, you, you what happens is the, the other weaker person now embraces the shame is the one feeling the the vibes but temporarily they feel better but that's only temporary because they always have to find someone or something to throw those feelings at and it's not just that that's one way people try to suppress these things and that's not the healthy way to go about it okay look for for me i i had i had bodily shame yeah, I was body shamed while growing up, while I was in secondary school, because I was really into sports. I've said this many times in my podcast. And because of my sporty activities, I had extra muscles at my <laughs> ankle, something we call yamish leg in Nigeria, you know, very beautiful legs I have, very athletic body I have. And then I didn't know. And so when I was leading my opponents, they would find a way to jeer at me with that. Because the society expected that ladies were supposed to have those straight, perfect, long legs. And I didn't fit into that description. And so what they did was try to make me feel ashamed of my beautiful legs. You know, legs that were giving me medals for so many good activities. And I personalized that. And so what I would do is looking at my leg, I would feel ashamed. I felt that I wasn't up to standard. I didn't meet the standard for a lady of how her looks should be. 
and over time that became personalized internalized and it became an issue for me until i was able to come out of it so shame like i said earlier doesn't start once for children who grew up in very controlling families there's a standard that dad expects from you there's a standard that mom expects and every time you fall short of that standard um the response of your caregivers at that time affects how you see yourself in the long term let's say for instance a child is um, washing the dishes and got one of the dishes broken and then let's take examples of two scenarios one from a very healthy caring parents who understands some basic things about life and and they say oh and they, you, they say oh you broke the dishes maybe you should be careful next time you know hold um, a grip of the dishes make it a bit firmer and so the child learns that okay you know from that simple statement the child learns that it's not okay to break the dishes but it's a way to at least maybe minimize how much of the dishes you get to break but another parent just oh why do you always do that all the time why do you always break the dishes and on and on start ranting and all of that and and oh, that this child learns that they are the one that is wrong not the way maybe the child could have been corrected like the first parent on how to you know hold the dishes maybe firmly next time and then reduce the breakages but the other one had told this child that you are the reason why the dishes keep breaking so what the difference is one person is about you and when this child grows up this child keeps playing these experiences more of such scenarios as an adult you you you, you tend to think that you're worthless that you're not good enough and every time you fail at something you you feel ashamed of yourself because you remember how ashamed they were of your efforts and this is how those things come about and this is why i keep saying that parenting it's not compulsory you don't have to be a parent if you are not whole that's what I, I keep saying this a lot because a lot of child, adults are just products of their childhood. Parents who through their inadequacies are innocent children who couldn't handle things. You were a child, you didn't know about adulthood, you didn't know about many things. And so over the years, because of your own parents' inadequacies and the caregivers' own wrong um, ideas about life or their own fallings, they treat at you and you personalize this as who you are. But it wasn't who you are and so you felt bad about yourself over time you, you you just believe that you're not good enough that you're worthless and this affects your self-esteem and sometimes how does this lead to suicide you feel that you're not wanted that you don't fit in and that horrible shameful feelings is loud in in your head and so, so that, that's how some people just end it they're like oh I don't suit into their standard. I don't suit. I'm a, I'm a nuisance to the family. I'm a, I'm a pest to the society. I don't get things right. I am worthless. I, I am not needed. And just over and over and over, this thing continues. And before you know it, we hear of another case of someone who had killed themselves. And why it's easy for us to judge them. We're not there in, in their growing up. We're not there in the experiences that they had. And... We don't understand what they've been through and many times i tell people if that's why i do not accept joking with uh 
throwing jokes at people without their own permission, whether of the body, of their behavior. I think that we can find a way to have jokes without making somebody else's uh, life terrible. Because this is where it starts from. Some people just handle it with, oh, okay, nothing, nothing. And, and But when they go home or they are alone and they replay those jokes and imagine every other person jeering and laughing because of them, it affects their self-esteem. So shame is you thinking that you are wrong. In shame is a being, you feel that you're wrong, you're bad. You don't meet up to a standard. You know, it might be in beauty, in looks, in whatever. But the underlying thing is that you feel that you are bad and that you're not good enough. As I wrap up today's episode, because we're going to continue on this, I want you to know this. You're not the experiences. And you are not other people's experiences. You are your experience and more. You're more than what you have been through. You're more than what you heard about who you are. You're more than all of those things. And to personalize other people's inadequacies that they threw at you on yourself up to this time is not doing you good. And that's why you have thought of yourself as terrible because of how they labeled you. And so you personalize this whole experiences and you began to see yourself as bad. No, you're not bad. The system was faulty, not you. You were a child. Or then you were probably uh, ignorant. And now that you know more, you have to embrace your shame. I'm going to talk a lot more about that as we progress on how we can get through and come out of shame. But now, for today, I just want to leave you with this. There's nothing to be ashamed of about your life. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know what you've been through. I know that there are a lot of issues, people being abused. And so when they grow up, they think they are worthless because of the way they were abused growing up. Imagine then you were a child. You're being abused by an adult. How could you have survived it? How could you have protected yourself? You had no strength. So it wasn't your fault that you were abused. Part of shame is thinking that it was your fault that those things happened to you. It wasn't your fault that your parents got divorced even though they threw it at you. It wasn't your fault. Those things weren't your fault. You were a child. You were growing up. You needed protection. You needed to be guided. And those who guided you probably had their own shortcomings and they threw it at you and made it your fault. And you embraced this as your fault and grew up that way. And this whole thing have gathered up to become part of the reasons why you are ashamed of yourself. The day I realized that my legs were the most beautiful legs I've ever seen. And the day I realized how sports played a very good part, impact in my life was the day I set myself free from bodily shame. And everywhere I go, people compliment my, my, my body. Yes, because I changed how I felt about me. And I realized that they were doing those stuff to shut me up, to kill the energy, so that I wouldn't have the energy to, to play the sport well. They, 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 they wanted to use that as, as a weak point because it was society's standard. That's not the standard. Who, who, who says that a lady must look this way to be beautiful? Who says that a lady's leg must be this way to be? Who says? You know, I began to ask questions and question the norm and I set myself free. And we would have to do that. So, I look forward to more with you. Hopefully the next episode will continue with this. We'll talk more on shame, but I, I really want to focus on not making my podcast too long. And so, I don't want to end it all in one episode. So, the next episode will we'll progress with this. 
thank you so much for listening today appreciate your listening i'm very grateful that you enjoy my podcast and it's just a part of me i'm trying to share part of my knowledge and my experiences to help someone out there who's going through what i've been through i think that's just a gift to the world so i appreciate the opportunity and your listening helps me to continue doing this <laughs> so thank you so much i'd like to hear from you you can check my website joyiseki.com check me out on instagram the counselor on twitter the counselor at the counselor yeah but on twitter is the c for counselor but on instagram is the k for counselor so reach out to me on facebook even through this anchor app send me messages i would love to answer your questions the next time that we see remember you have nothing to be ashamed of bye <laughs>